take two. Hey everybody, welcome along to another Tech Talk UK. A pretty unexpected one because unfortunately, well fortunately you're getting a podcast, but unfortunately the reason you're getting a podcast is because my co-host, Mr Richard Yates, hello. Hello, good morning. Isn't particularly well. No, no, sadly um, my my week's holiday with my uh, sonny's wife and my grandchildren is a uh, to say the least, on hold because uh, I've been bitten by COVID for a second time. Mm. Yeah. So currently day five. Uh, um, I have to say I don't think it's been quite as bad as last time, but I have felt pretty ropey. You know, the, the worst problem this time is when I didn't have last time. I just had this awful cough to the extent that, you know, my, when I cough, my sides ache and I keep getting the stitch in them or whatever. Mm. But I tentatively, since he's sitting here with his eucalyptus sweets and hanky soaked in eucalyptus oil, tentatively think maybe um, uh, I'm, I'm not too bad today. I think it'll Good be a day two before I feel much better. This is this is day five, um, yeah. and what I'm hoping is to test negative before they go back home to Norway on the Thursday, so like Wednesday is the one shot of seeing them. That would be which nice. It's a bit bit glum, but, you know. Yeah, not so great, is it? Um, got to look on the bright side, uh, you know. Absolutely. The, the vaccines are doing their job, and, um, you know, thank God for them and all the scientists who develop them, because this is twice it's come for me. And yeah. I think, uh, I think I'll see the other side of this famous password. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to kick off with a little bit... I mean, I don't think we've got a huge amount to talk about because we did an unexpected show the week before last, then we did the normal show. We didn't plan on having this, did we? But never mind. No, we did not. But um, there's always something to talk about, even if it's nothing. Exactly. So we'll get to that, I think, fairly soon. Um, Just going to kick off while it's fresh in my mind uh, with a little couple of little bits on the Apple Watch. Um, You won't have listened to PSC yet, I doubt. No, I've seen your comment on um, on Twitter, but no, yeah. I've not. So, um, basically, the guys had a chat about uh, various things, uh, and obviously Apple Watch was one of them. Chris Kelly is a motorbike trainer, so he does an awful lot. Really interesting, actually, episode this week, by the way. Um, Chris is always good. Yeah, as with any week, I should say, quickly, guys. Um, But, uh, yeah, very interesting with Chris on, talking about motorbikes and uh, mounting stuff on there and he's got he's got a chi charger on his motorbike and yes yeah, very much worth having a listen chi One charger of the, on a motorbike. yeah a chi charger in an anti-vibration mount um, I'm, I'm sure, sure that there must be a, a reason why that's better than any other charger. I suppose well, it's it, a fit, isn't it? But, well, yeah. I guess it is basically that you can then fit the whole device on there, and then you've just got to lock your lock your device to it. So he's using mm. uh, he's using a system that I looked at. <coughs> excuse me, on my um, electric bike, not on my scooter. But he's looking at a system called Quad Lock, which does look very very good but isn't particularly cheap so i cheaped out again um and basically he can leave that all plugged in and and plumbed in if you like to the bike's electrics and then he's just got to clip it on rather than uh, messing about each time so works works quite well as long as it doesn't fall off i mean uh, but yeah and he he just bought an apple watch and steve raised the possibility that you wouldn't necessarily need an iphone with an apple watch and you know funnily enough i mean that is kind of true you could um if your partner had an apple watch you could buy the cellular version and they could set it up for you and once it's set up it's got the app store and everything on um, Steve, so you'd lose a lot of your messages, wouldn't you, unless they had your email address on their phone as well. 
Um, well, I tell you what, that was what we're just going to quickly talk about for five, ten minutes, maybe, is because it is quite complicated, I think, and of what people can do. For a start, um, Steve was saying, well, you may not need an iPhone at all. You could you could pair it to an iPad. Well, you can't obviously pair it <coughs> to an iPad. Uh, which is, I, there, there was a reason for it, and I can't quickly find it with while we was before we were starting the show, but I did hear it on a podcast. Um, Rene Ritchie gave a gave the reason behind it, but I can't find it now. But there is there is a reason why you why they don't want you to use it with iPad. Uh, it may be as simple as the fact that you wouldn't have to buy an iPhone then, I suppose. Um, the cynical yeah. cynical view. Um, I think it's probably a true one, though. Yeah, it could well be. So, as you know, up until this year, the Series 7, I've always bought the cellular one, but very rarely connected it to cellular. And when I chat to people at work about the version, I always check that they don't need a cellular one. And a lot of people sort of think if they get the cellular one, they they don't think they've got to st- then pay seven or eight quid a month for data. They think that's it. it they that, pay that's a, the real big yeah. They pay one hundred and thirty quid more for the for the watch or whatever. Um, but then it's another at least seven quid a month probably for the for the um, yeah. thing. I mean, so my Apple Watch Six is on a contract with EE because. One well, of the main reasons I do it that way was actually the, the cost over two years was the same as buying the watch outright. Yeah, uh, exactly. That, yeah, that is a good the, thing. Yeah, that is a good it thing, actually. the connection, but, but the fact of the matter is, you know, so it's got an unlimited data tariff. Well, I mean, in the nicest possible world, I can't imagine it uses more than a couple of megabytes a month at no, most. No, it doesn't use a lot, does it? I wouldn't imagine. What the hell are they charging you for? They should be chucking it in with your phone tariff. Yeah, I think so. I think it should be included. I'm surprised at least somebody hasn't broken away and done it, but then yeah. I think we're still waiting for three to even introduce it, aren't we? What? Yeah. I don't think no, that, you know, they still haven't introduced eSIM. It's... Uh, Weird. Well, I think they're trying to produce a version that's uh, better than all the others, and they and they may well do because I mean I, I've seen eSIM implemented a lot better than it is here, although it is getting better, um, and I think it's just proving to be quite a, a complication. But yeah, let's hope they do. Um, so a little a little sidetrack. I was at work the other day, went to use the phone, and um, I've now I've now basically I did get rid of three because I just wasn't using it, and I'm using that. Uh, Libara sim uh, from uh, oh, yeah. Money Saving Experts. Actually, that's been bettered, by the way. Leon found an even better offer now. Um, Two days after I got one. Yeah, six pound. Well, it's six pounds ninety after month six, but up to month six, it's one pound forty. But most importantly, it's for twelve gig of data. Uh, yeah. Whereas mine was mine was five, which is fine because I don't I don't use much on that particular one anyway. But it keeps getting better and better. It's absolutely crazy, uh, crazy cheap. Um, as long as you've got a Vodafone signal, of course. Um, yeah, which which I I don't really, but um, yeah, it, it's an amazing deal. So it, basically, what we just have a quick look at is I'm on the Apple site, so this should be pretty solid because Chris asked on Twitter after uh, I mentioned that you cannot connect it to an iPad. Chris said. Do you, with a cellular one, do you still need to connect it to an iPhone every few days? 
um, to be able to carry on making calls and things. And I don't think you can. I certainly can't find anything on Apple's site to say that you have to. What happens with a non-cellular watch is that if you were to leave your iPhone at home, it would track everything, and I think it would track everything for quite a long time. I believe with Apple Pay, I know you, I know you can use Apple Pay with the Apple Watch without the iPhone in range uh, for at least two or three days because I've done it. Um, but I think after that, there does come a point where it does need to chat to the iPhone for a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds. But with the cellular one, I don't believe it does. I think you'd be able to make and receive calls pretty much consistently. And obviously, the reason I'm pretty confident of that is because you can set an Apple Watch up for your kid uh, on your account. Um, now, what Apple say is, <coughs> is this... Um, if you, so using your Apple Watch without your iPhone nearby, if your watch is connected to Wi-Fi or cellular, so of course many of us could connect to Wi-Fi probably, um, your Apple Watch can use the Wi-Fi to send and receive data. Um, basically, you can use Siri, send and receive messages, make and answer phone calls, check the weather, track your stocks, control your home, find your friends, set reminders, listen to podcasts, use walkie-talkie, stream music, listen to the radio, and find your way with maps. Now, there's a few caveats to that. Um, and to receive to receive uh, iMessages, for example, an SMS, you, um, the your iPhone must be powered on and connected to Wi-Fi or cellular, but it can be left across the other side of the country if it needs to be, but it must be signed in because obviously it does this through iCloud. And you also need to be signed into iMessage on the iPhone. So, so for that point of view, um, even if you are on cellular, it does need you to have your iPhone on, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, I didn't think it did on cellular. I'm actually thinking about it. That goes against what I thought then, doesn't it? Let's have a look at number two. Make and answer phone calls. Number two, if you're on Wi-Fi and want to call a phone number, make sure that Wi-Fi calling is turned on for your Apple Watch. Otherwise, try making a FaceTime audio call. Ah, so it's basically messages that need it to be signed into iPhone. Calls you can make uh, totally independently. <clears throat> so that's fair enough. Um, the um you should expect i suppose wouldn't you really yeah i think so um, yeah it makes sense doesn't it has it? its own phone number doesn't it yeah exactly and what they're saying is if you can't connect to anything um wi-fi cellular or your iphone you can still track your workouts use alarms timers track activity goals display photos from synced photo albums interesting play music podcasts or audio books that you have pre-synced to your watch uh, use Apple Pay, of course, check your heart rate, uh, record thoughts and ideas on the voice recorder, compass, um, track your sleep, measure your blood oxygen and take an ECG. So you can still do a heck of a lot even with without that, um, that being connected. But yeah, I think probably everyone should have a little look at what an Apple Watch costs on your network, assuming you're on EE. Vodafone or O2, because I don't think you can do it. I mean, I've, I've stopped people buying an Apple Watch cellular before because I've said what network you're on, and they've said three, or they're on Libara, or they're on Tesco Mobile, or whatever. I don't know, actually, by the way, if Tesco Mobile have introduced it now. They may well have done. Um, but I know a lot of the um, N uh, MNVOs cannot do uh, the Apple Watch 
So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one, really. It's um, it's still quite confusing, I think, to a lot of people. Yes, I think it is, and and it has been a bit imperfectly done, hasn't it, really? To um, some degree, but I think it's quite complicated because the Apple Watch does so much that I think it probably is quite complicated. I also, yeah, while researching so, this in the last half an hour, I found at least two articles on different websites that actually haven't got some of that information right, so even they're confused, <clears throat> which is why I went directly to the Apple site in the end. Mm, it sort of speaks, uh, speaks um, volumes, doesn't it, how complicated But it does it make an Apple Watch incredibly expensive because, you know, you're looking at... Uh, you're looking at basically a hundred quid a month minimum to your to your carrier, which I think, as you say, I think is an absolute rip because at the end of the day, it costs them absolutely nothing um, no. to to no, to, it, to exactly. use. You know. I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting. One of the downsides of buying one from a carrier is what's just this second actually happened to me on my Apple Watch. Yeah. Your battery needs your battery needs servicing, so I've just gone into the uh, oh. the battery health seventy nine percent. So it hasn't actually lasted two years. Oh wow! Um, you should get that done then for free. Yeah. So I think that means I have to get in touch with Apple and send it off, doesn't it? I think so, or the carrier, because I think the the carriers. I mean, this is the other thing with the warranties. Carriers um, actually are responsible for that, I think, for the whole two years of the contract, whatever you've signed up for. So, mm. yeah, somebody should certainly be... What series is that? Series 6? Series 6, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, I, I think, think if it... Two years old in September, I think. If it doesn't make two years and it goes below 80, you're, yeah, you're definitely on for a freebie. Um, actually, you're quite close to a store, aren't you? So you could even run it run it down and get it done, I reckon, on the spot. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit unfriendly just at the moment, but yeah. Oh yeah, I don't you know I don't mean now. I mean wait until after the podcast, please. Um, no, no, I'll wait till I've tested negative. I think mean, be, <laughs> be kinder, really. On day four, I might well be uh, still yeah, spewing this stuff out everywhere. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit of a uh, uh, little bit of confusion, I think, and I, I I sometimes get confused. Anything that involves iCloud, which obviously that watch does, does does confuse me still a little bit. I can't lie. Um, no, I mean it's like it's like Apple Photos. I still don't absolutely understand what's going on. No. I, I, I cannot understand how photos I've taken on my iPhone sometimes end up in Apple Photos. Uh, sorry, not in <laughs> Apple Photos, but do end up in Google Photos. Um, just because you've told it to let, upload everything to Google, which is what I've done. I don't know, I don't yeah. know but I, I I do kind of wonder whether uh, Apple Photos is a very good product in some ways. Uh, I think it is if you just give Apple all your money in the world and give them the eight quid a month, whatever it is, for two terabytes, then I think you can just leave it to do its thing. Um, mm. But if you don't want to do that, which I definitely don't, then uh, maybe not so much, really. Um, no, it's, um, it's a bit variable, I must say. Absolutely. So without any puns of any sort let's talk about your latest acquisition i have to confess you are possibly the last person that i know in the tech world that i would thought would have wanted that particular phone well to be honest i brought it to cheer myself up when i when on day one when i tested positive other uh, god um so i haven't been out, out to um to use the camera yet although the reports seem to be quite good for that yeah um it's a very interesting device i mean they've put a lot of effort into making it a nice device it's got a really nice fluid smooth interface it's um a lovely lovely screen i'd guess it's probably a samsung panel it, it, it's that sort of quality right um and 
yeah, I have been genuinely surprised by it. Actually, it's uh, it's definitely yeah, it's a, it's a real quality product. The interesting thing is, the I mean, this has been commented on before, but the the body sideways on looks for all the world like an iPhone 12 Max. Yeah, it, it is. It is very, very, very similar. Although the back, of course, is completely different. Um, and there's one or two nice little tweaks in the interface. I mean, yeah, you're right. It probably is not quite the sort of spec I would normally go for. Um, but I can't say I've noticed it being slow. It really hasn't been slow on that score. I mean, um, it's, it was more about the light show on the back, really. I thought that would drive you absolutely balmy. Well, not if it's face down, it doesn't. But in, in any event, the only light show that happens is uh, the bottom is like an exclamation mark which flashes when there's a notification. So, you know, you could have it that way down and it'll tell you what's you know, tell you something's coming. Um, but it's not it's not problematic otherwise. Oh, if you're if you're uh, out in public though, does that not does that not start going crazy or is that not not the oh, case? Well, how can I put it? Like like I just said, I got it on day when I tested positive, so I haven't been out in public. With you. No, no. Um, you can probably imagine going out again, though, can you? Well, I'm kind of hoping so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would that, I just find maybe maybe I shouldn't worry about things like that. I, I just think it would like no, just I, be I a, you mean. A, just a gimmick, really. I, th- I think it is just a gimmick, personally. But um, You kind of don't want to draw that attention to yourself, do you? If there wasn't... Um, I mean, if there wasn't the um, lights thing on the back, would it have got anything like the coverage would it still have got the color coverage because of who it is no, making it I, I, I it would have got some but i don't know about about that much but um yeah uh, they've done a, you know, given credit where it's due they've done a, a, a really good job of it it's um yeah it's it's really fluid it it it's nice the thing i don't like about it is you cannot for love nor money buy a case uh, and it's one of these phones like the Nexus 4, it will slide off most known objects. Um, but no, Yeah, I'm, even the I'm iPhone does that, to be fair, sometimes. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the short answer is I'll play with the, play with the camera for a bit and then, then move it on. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess... Yeah. literally was. One came up as an opportunity to get it, and I thought, well, what the heck? Um, I've, I've got to be careful because I'm getting into trouble for talking about things that I've never touched or owned. Um, uh, so I've got to be a little bit careful. But um, it's interesting also that uh, an awful lot of people that were talking about these two weeks ago don't have them any longer um, or don't use them any longer. So it, is, it just seems like it's a little bit of a flash in the pan. Um, and, yeah, and I suppose I, right. I suppose my surprise with you getting it is purely based around the fact that however good the camera is, it isn't as good as at least two other fo- well, three other phones I know you own. Um, and and so if you don't want the light show, then I can't see the point of it, I suppose. That's all. But, 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 well, just, just because I want to tune myself up. I mean, yes, you're quite right. <clears throat> the same reason as I had a Poco F3 for a while, just to sort of see it. I mean, it, it has to be said, you know, when you get to a mid-range phone like this and you think, well, this would have been a flagship not that long ago. Um you know, it, it, it really is a nice device. I mean, I think, for example, if you're playing with an Android, you'd like it. Um, yeah. You particularly like the screen. The screen, I, I, honestly, I reckon I could light the road outside with the screen. Is it, until the, is, until it, the is it better than the F3? Hmm. little while since I've had an F3. In some respects, yes, the launcher is better. The launcher is very nearly stock Android. Um 
Oh, is it better? I don't know, Kurt. I mean, the screen, um, not the not the device, the screen, just the oh, screen. The screen. Either said much of a muchness. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Poco F3 at the moment, they keep putting it on ludicrous deals, don't yeah, they? Yeah, don't they? And, just and, yeah. And I've been very tempted to to buy another, and then thought, don't be so bloody stupid. Um, but it, it, yeah, there are some crazy deals for the Poco out there at the minute. Uh, they're obviously trying to clear the remaining I, stock down, I guess. I suspect the truth of the matter is, if that hadn't come up for sale in our little back channel, you probably wouldn't have bought it, I guess. Oh, you'd be right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's right. just one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's um, one of those things, I guess. But um, The opportunity um, came up and, yeah, I was thinking... Ugh. I mean, I suppose, <laughs> I, I suppose ultimately as well, I know, I know it's gone back up now, but for about three to four weeks, the... Um, the the Pixel Six um, yeah. could could be bought at, at John Lewis certainly it could be bought for four hundred and twenty four pounds, mm. uh, which I believe is actually uh, about twenty thirty quid more than the Nothing Phone. Yeah, um, yeah it is, uh, and maybe with the possible exception of the camera, I'd rather have the, the uh, Nothing Phone. Having having had a Pixel would you Six. interesting? Yeah, okay. It's much nicer much nicer in the hand. Uh, I just prefer the interface. It, it, they've done a great job. They really have. Okay. Maybe I need to see one then. I think. I think unlike you, I won't buy one to see one. I'll go to one of those little places in the high street. I think it's called a shop, and I might just mm. have a play with one in a shop rather than buying it. I don't. Has that ever maybe occurred to you to do rather than buying everything or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a bit wicked. Kicking memories down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I, I mean this week, obviously, but um, no, I don't very often get in near any shops. Is the honest answer. Um, you you live in the middle of a huge city. Well, you don't actually, but I do. I do, um, but none, unfortunately, my local high street doesn't have a phone shop on it. The only one what we did have closed. Not good one. lord. Really? I know. How yeah, many? The, um, the main, the main ha- town centre does. How many charity like, shops has it got? Oh, about 50. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it, it, no, not that many, but it's certainly got eight, nine, ten. A lot. I mean, the last, the, we did have uh, a phone shop uh, in the new centre that they built just before the pandemic, but unfortunately the phone shop didn't survive the pandemic and uh, and hasn't been replaced with another phone shop. So, well, so yeah, that's unfortunately not an option. Not, I, I uh, joke, it I is joke. An option, of course, but it's probably an hour's round trip for me to go into the town centre where, yeah. where I could see umpteen phone shops. I joke a little bit about going into a shop, but has, has anyone got it? I thought I heard that O2 had it in store, did they? I or? think O2 have got it, I think. Yeah. Um, O2, I guess if you think about it, actually, O2. You know, back in the day, they they were the they took the gamble on the iPhone, didn't they? They gave up all their normal um, yeah. freedoms that they had to Apple, um, to and there was the exclusive. Yeah, there was virtually there wasn't a guarantee that that was going to be a success. Uh, in fact, I think there was a very famous clip with Steve Barmer absolutely taking the mick out of it to um, because it was how much it was with a with a plan. Um, don't hear much about Obama these days, obviously, but there you go. That's, hindsight is wonderful. Um, so yeah, O2, no. O2 do a bit of that. If you remember back in the day, they had they they led the way with things like uh, um, what were they called? X, they weren't XDA. Were they, were they were they called XDAs? Yeah, I think they were. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were, weren't they? And also, um, uh, what was the Palm OS phone? You know, the, the famous cheese slicer phone. Cheese you remember? slicer. Yeah. No. 
Well, it was a sliding phone, and um, when you when you slid off up, it exposed a really quite sharp ridge that was, oh. was a cheese slicer. It was a Palm OS. Gosh, no, I can't remember that. Uh, no, I can't remember that. I know T-Mobile had the G1, didn't they, first? Yeah, they I think. had the G1, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I can't remember. But all those XDAs, yeah, they were O2. They I think were that was O2. the last time I had an O2 that, contract, is that, actually. Is, is that what gave XDA developers their name? Am I, am I showing myself up now? Is that that obvious? I don't, that know. It, I don't it, know. It may yeah. be. It's certainly might. possible, isn't it? I certainly seem to remember they, they maybe started out coming out of uh, development for these things. And I don't... No, if I feel the same sense of fun as I did when I used to carry an XDA around, it was it was kind of mind blowing the first time you got one of those, wasn't it? Um, and I'm trying to think if that was after or before things like the trios. Um, um, around about the same, I guess. Much the same, I would guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were nice devices, weren't they? The trios. They were great. Yeah, absolutely. The Palm Pre is what I'm thinking of. Oh, the Palm Pre, yes. That was a funny little that? thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I do, yeah. I never I think it was way too wasn't it way too small for the likes small, of us. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think WebOS, the operating software now I now I remember it, um, was sold to I think LG. I think it lives in lives on in their televisions. It does indeed, um, yeah. WebOS is uh, is alive and kicking. Uh, although I think they're switching to Google TV now, I believe, with the twenty twenty two models. Um, talking about TVs, well, there's a deal at the moment. Um, there was a well, there was a deal a few days ago, and I believe it's disappeared now from the Samsung site, where you could basically buy uh, an eight K Neo QLED TV in fifty five inch. It was retail price is twenty five fifty five. Um, but everybody, including uh, John Lewis, have got it for twenty one fifty five. So there's four hundred quid off it right up front. Um, but basically, um, they were offering five hundred pounds for a TV as long as it was over forty two inches. I think, uh, if not forty four hundred quid, um, they were offering another two hundred and fifty quid instant uh, discount. Which so that was basically seven fifty, easily available. But so obviously that brought it down to you know fourteen hundred quid or something like that. But on top of that, you got um, you can claim a S twenty two Ultra. Um, just yeah, that's ridiculous. interesting. Ridiculous. And I thought I thought about doing it, and I thought we we just don't need. You know, we've spoken about tellies before. My missus would quite like to get one, but she doesn't watch it much. I don't watch it much. It just seems like a complete waste of money. Uh, to do it and I thought well that's fine because by the time you've sold the phone would you get 800 for an un- for, a, for an unopened S22 Ultra mm. still 750 800 something like that 700 750 I yeah guess. Would a, that so that would that would bring it down to um, you know a, 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 quid, so. yeah a two grand telly for not a lot but then I thought well actually hang on a minute I saw someone on on the forum I was obviously on hot hot UK um, deals and i saw someone on the forum saying no 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 i'm selling the telly and getting the phone for about 300 quid so um i guess you could sell a 2100 quid telly once that offer's ended which is i think the 16th of august you could in fact buy the telly um you could probably surely sell a two grand telly for 1200 quid couldn't you yeah, thought so. I would have thought. Um, so that deal is still sort of available in the respect that you can you can even get it from from John Lewis or any qualifying dealer 
um, and you can still claim the Samsung. It's on any 8K TV. So if you if you're in the market for an 8K TV anyway. Um, then, frankly, um, you're never going to get a better offer than this. You um, uh, and this, but the, and the trade-in does still appear to be on the Samsung site, but I don't think the 250. That's not on the JL site, by the way. We're not involved in the trade-in deal at all. Um, and uh, they 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 deliver the new TV and take the old TV away. So uh, that's why we're not involved in it. I think because it would be expensive to run. I guess. Um, but yeah, it just seems like an incredible offer. It has it has happened before. I actually sold a telly last year. Same thing. It was on 8K TVs, and I sold it, um, and it came with a Fold Three um, mm. back then, a Fold Two or whatever the Fold was. Might have even been an original Fold actually. Um, and the person buying the telly had literally no idea. <laughs> that they were getting it and they, and they weren't anything like excited about it <laughs> at all really like oh okay okay that's good thanks that's make sure we claim that i wouldn't yeah. even surprise me if they never claimed it it really wouldn't it really wouldn't yeah. um but yeah what or not there's some there's some amazing offers around if you look and i mean they all appear on uh hot, hot uk deals so just follow that i guess to be honest um so yeah, nothing phone then. You like it? Um, it's worth four hundred yeah, quid, I, obviously. I would say yes, it is. Um, I, I, it's, it's not one I'm going to keep, but I mean, it compares very favourably with any mid-range phone. The build feels very good. I must say, very good. Uh, it, it's not as heavy as um, an iPhone, but it's reminiscent of it. Yeah. Um, screen is lovely. Uh, obviously, I've not tried the camera. Uh, I suppose I could perhaps go in the garden a bit later and try it. Um, the results have been uh, good, haven't they, from people? The ones I've seen have been surprisingly yeah, good, haven't absolutely. they? I mean, that, that probably is a distinguishing factor from the, the Poco F3, which is a similar price as we've said. Well, you know, and, but um, I keep thinking that, though, but I've taken a few pictures in bright, sunny, sunny sunlight like today. In, in and bright light, the Poco's fine. It's absolutely fine. I mean, it's just yeah. not... It's not vastly different, you know, to, to the iPhone at first glance. Maybe if you pixel peep, it will be. Um, but it's not yeah, massively different. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to say about the uh, Nothing phone? I mean, would you... We saw the Poco go down, because I've, I've been trying to sell mine, um, yeah. and, I, and I thought, you know, 199 someone's got a bite at 199 but that very day, Poco decided to sell it for, for 180 I think. Um, but I, I don't think the deal was particularly fair. I said to you, um, you had to, A, you had to be reading Hot UK Deals, really, or someone had to tell you about that deal. If you just went on the Poco site, that same day you could have paid as much as 300 quid for it. Wasn't if, it the one where they... Um it, the, the deal was only on the Xiaomi site, not the dedicated... It was, um, yeah. It was only Poco. on Xiaomi, not the Poco which site. A, which is a bit of a stinker, really. It's it? a bit of a stinker. You had to add a, a strap or some other little gadget right. to get it yeah. to the price band to get the money off. I think that sucks, really. Um, I, I, I too. You know, I think that's absolutely rubbish, really, because... And the other thing it makes me think is never, never invest... I mean, A, never, ever, ever buy a Xiaomi of any flavour for full price, ever. No, no, no. Um, no I, guess, I guess none of us would anyway. Um, 
Yeah, most expensive I, chamois I ever bought. I bought from China to uh, to keep the price down. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's the Eleven Ultra, which still takes probably better pictures than anything else I've got actually. You still got that? Yeah. Oh well, that's four phones that take better pictures than the nothing phone then. Oh, what's the other one then? Um, I'm going iPhone, Samsung. Um, hang on, iPhone. I've just fessed up to the. I've just fessed up to the Mi Eleven Ultra. So oh, P forty. Uh, yeah, P40, I suppose. The Mi 11 yeah, Ultra. I, I rarely, rarely, very, very rarely use the P40 these days, but of yeah, course. it's got a great camera, actually. Yeah. In, yeah. in lots of ways, it's still still one of my favourite phones ever. It's just uh, such a shame that it was crippled by that idiot Donald Trump, but there we are. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things he's done. That probably isn't the worst thing he did, but... Uh... No, the best, best laugh I've seen about him recently is that he, he was told yesterday, or he came out yesterday, rather, that before he left, left the, uh, the Oval Office as president, he had to be advised that he couldn't award himself the Congressional Medal of Honour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The man, the man is just an idiot, but still, never mind. Well, never yeah. Mind. Well, yeah, in a country of quite a few million people, it is surprising that... Uh, of the quality of their last few... Pre- well, not, 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 not including Obama, to be fair, because he was brilliant. But, uh, yeah, the last couple, shall we say, it uh, doesn't I, seem I think, to be... Uh, for somebody living in the UK, neither of us is in a position to throw stones. Oh, good, somebody stopped it with a circular saw over the road. Yeah, so I'm going to say, is someone breaking into your yeah, house I, or... I think, I think maybe I'd better close the window. Drilling through the out. wall or something? Yeah, more historically, was it me? Hang on. No problem, mate. Um... So we'll do, we'll talk about it. Have you finished on the nothing phone or have you got more to say? Actually, I'm talking to myself now because he's got up, hasn't he? He just told you me are, that. You are, I'm, I am, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I to go across the room to close the window. Yeah, I, yeah I, I realised you probably didn't have arms that long, so... The sound effects might not be, uh, be quite um, a one. I think so. I mean, you done? Well, I, yeah. I, I, I'd like to have a play with the camera. My guess is then I'll be ready for it to go. But, I mean, it, yeah, it ticks, ticks all the boxes. It's a lovely, lovely device. Yeah, um, so I mean that's 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 a good point, and it's four hundred quid. So how about yeah. the stinker that people are still waiting for their pre-orders that they paid for weeks ago, and you can get one off Amazon for delivery t- within a day? And on top of that, you can't get a case for love nor money. Nice. Uh, Is there one in the box? No, there isn't one in the box. Oh, nice. Oh, that's that's something to talk about. The box is the weirdest thing, um, because. Uh, Basically, in order to to actually get the phone out, you have to destroy the side of the box. Oh, that's lovely. And then you've got two slots, and in one slot is the sort of, you know, the SIM extraction tool and the cable. Yeah. And the other one is the phone. It slides into the side of the box. Yeah. So the the trouble with it is that in order to get to it, you've had to tear off that bit at the end of the box. Mm. So, so for example, when it was sent to me, the phone was actually wrapped separately in bubble wrap because yeah. well, I it's, can't it's, wait to see that if you post it like that, it I've, would be distinctly dodgy. Well, I've seen the bo- unboxing, and even when new, they don't look that that well protected. No, well, I think um, it's a fact of not having no power plugs and anything these days, isn't it? And it, it does expose that. I think what I do like about it, and I'm 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 sort of playing devil's advocate to some extent for for effect, but I think what I do like about it, it's got Qi charging, isn't it? It certainly does have Qi charging. And that's that not a Qi lot. charging right now on my, my yeah. Apple Qi battery. There's not an awful lot of phones around the 400 quid mark that, that's got that, to be fair. Um, uh, I mean, I must admit, I don't use Qi charging a lot, but, uh, but I do, do use it a bit. But um, it's only really if I'm sat at my desk and I've got a Qi charger on it. Yeah. But 
But I do agree with, with Steve and Ted. Why they can't stick a cheap charging coil in, it can't be that oh, expensive. Oh, that should be in every phone, shouldn't it? It's, it's a I few mean, I mean, dollars, isn't I, it? I, yeah, i tell you what I think about this phone. I think this is going to be like when OnePlus launched, that the first phone was a yeah. massive bargain, and the price will go up very quickly after. Because I think if this had got anybody else's name on it, a more established brand, yeah. very probably it would be a 599 phone, not yeah. a 399 phone. That's that's really how I would sum it up. I think it's that sort of... Uh, uh, yeah, that's the sort of place it ought to be in the market if it were a well-known brand. Yeah, it's 449 on the nothing site, isn't it? No, that's the 256. Oh, it's the 256, okay. The 128 version is 399. Right. Um, but, no, it's a very nice piece of kit. Um, yeah. They've done, a, they've done a good job, but then you'd expect they would. Yeah, the people should involved. do. Yeah, absolutely. <clears> the guy knows the, what he's doing, bought, doesn't he? Yeah, and they bought all the IP of the Essential Foam. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can kind of feel that. The Essential Foam is a nice device, but mm. a complete, complete potato camera on the Essential Foam. Will this um, company last longer than Essential did then? I think it will because uh, this this this, uh, this Andy Rubin guy was more of a, I think he was like more of a developer, wasn't he, than yeah, than a so. businessman. Whereas this this fella seems to know what he's doing. Oh, Carl um, Pay's a businessman. I mean, what I don't really know is is who's behind this in terms yeah. of who else. I mean, do you remember when OnePlus launched? Uh, it took quite a while before it came out that OnePlus was was owned by Oppo. Yeah, and then there was a yeah. certain amount of debate of was it the same company? And nobody really mm. knew. Um, I would kind of like to know where this came from in that sense. Um, probably Huawei or something like that. Um, stupid though that comment is. Um, but no, no. I mean, um, to be honest, mine is sitting here with a Libara SIM in it, um, and, and unsurprisingly, I still have pretty poor Vodafone coverage. But it means it's a SIM in it. It'll do the things a phone should do if I take it out. Um, at least most of them. Um, and, and it's doing well. I've recommended, or not recommended, I've mentioned the Libara SIM to quite a few people at work in terms of uh, colleagues and, and customers. Um, some of them can't really grasp how it all works. One thing, one asked me the other day, actually, because a lady came in and, and started looking at the iPhone Pro Max, and um, obviously I went up and chatted, and she, she told me right up front that basically she was uh, doing upgrades soon and... Um, was being a bit cheeky coming in and having a look at our one, which I've never had, you know, no problem with at all. It's my I opportunity. Heard of that sort of no, yeah. indeed. Indeed, none of us have done that, have we? Um, but it's my opportunity to, to try and sell us something. So I started chatting to her about the various things. It turned out that essentially she was having to, she was going to have to pay, um, I forget who it was. Yeah, no, I don't. It was Vodafone. Uh, she was going to have to pay them like 120 quid to get out of the contract. Um, to which I said, look, don't sort of don't do that. If you're if you're even remotely thinking about buying a SIM, a, a SIM free phone, which he was wanting to find out about as well, then you could buy this phone today. And for the next sort of it's December, I think it runs out for the next sort of five or six months. You can simply use that SIM card in there and not you still pay that 120 quid, but you won't be paying extra if you like so it's like having 120 quid off the phone when she showed me the deal she went into a vodafone app and she showed me the deal that vodafone are doing and they're cheeky little monkeys um because i asked her about the um uh, the monthly payment and she said well i know it's interest free so i said well that's that's good at least you know that's quite good well the cheeky monkeys yeah the phone is interest free 
Um, but it isn't really. It's very close to the wind, I think, because although the phone is actually interest, it's an interest-free loan over 36 months, not 24. Oh, but they have added £80 to the price of the phone, to the retail price of the phone. So yeah. that's not... That's not cricket, Vodafone. That is not cricket. And she looked at it and she said, what? And I said, well, look, there's our price, 1049 and there's their price, um, 80 quid more. And she, and she was not happy with that. It's like, wow, I've been with them years and years and years as well. She said, and I've seen other deals on the web that are actually better if I hadn't been with them. Um, and when I told her that you could get a Libara SIM for one ninety nine for five months and then £5.90, and she only uses less than five gig a month, they told her that she averages three and a half gig a month. Um, and they're trying to upgrade her to an unlimited data plan. I mean, it's crazy. It is, it is one of the big problems, isn't it, with, um, with contracts altogether, because the, the instinct is to buy more data than you need. I mean, I'm sure you've done it before now. I know I Yeah, have. we've all done it, haven't we? Um, yeah, peace, but peace of mind. Place, I mean, you, you, yeah, exactly. These offers of this and that and the other um, just just don't necessarily make sense. I mean, I, I've got an unlimited DE sim, uh, which I basically use as backup for if my broadband goes down, which is yeah. only ever done twice. But I mean, I can go through quite a lot of data then. Yeah, and I just plug it in and five G hotspot, which for me is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that Vodafone uh, contract I was I, I had. Uh, I actually terminated and got this Libara one instead. Um, is really because um, well, the, the, the differentiating factor for me is Libara includes roaming. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I did a bit more digging around, um, and the other other there's another network that does it, and that's Smarty, which is a, a three MVN. Yeah, that's the one Jackie uses at the moment. Yeah, and and they are, they include roaming as well. Um, mm. and I think Smarties are not very much more expensive. I think, from recollection, it's about eight quid for twelve gigs. Yeah. Um, but you just sort of think, well, where are, they, where are the, the main companies getting off on this? I mean, both of them include Wi-Fi calling, so so that problem is is not a real problem. Um, and they somehow managed to do this without charging for roaming. Now, of course, that could get taken away any minute, couldn't it? Um, but all the same, you just think, well. Hmm. Why is it that the, the likes? I mean, twelve gigs for for how much was it? Six ninety is it? The uh, it's six ninety, but uh, one pound forty for the first six months. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let me know, That's <laughs> and and how much would uh, would for example Vodafone charge or or three charge for a twelve gigabyte SIM with roaming? I mean, it wouldn't be cheap, would it? I don't think it would be as cheap as six pound ninety. No. Um, the thing is, oh, well they, for under twenty quid, to be honest. They'd sort of half convinced this lady because when I when I said one, I, I made one comment about uh, something. I can't remember what it was now, and she said, "Well, yeah, but don't forget they're giving me unlimited data." And I said, "Well, yeah, but don't forget you only use three and a half mega, uh, gigab- gigabytes, which is they've already told you." So unless you see that vastly increasing, them giving you unlimited data, first of all, that wouldn't cost them a penny, even if you used four terabytes. Basically, no, not at all. But more importantly, you won't use it, so it isn't worth anything at all. Um, so she's, I, I mean, I don't know what she'll do. She was quite honest enough to admit she's not sure what she'll do. And in, in the end, it, she wasn't buying a phone off me, I don't think. And ultimately, I said, listen, 
if your contract runs out in December, do yourself a little favour. She's got a, goodness, what did she have? An iPhone 10 or an 11? One of those two. I said, just, just wait until September at least. Have a look at the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Because it won't be any dearer, probably, than the current ones. It might be a few quid dearer because of the pound and the dollar and stuff like that. But That's it won't be a lot. Will change it, I think, yeah. yeah, maybe. And she sort of agreed, I think. So I don't know what she'll do. She, I mean, she may just go straight home and, and do the thing with Vodafone. And for some people, it's just a lot less hassle. Um, but I was a bit shocked to see the 0% deal. First of all, that's sort of a bit naughty to be saying it's 0% because... When you've at, I mean, I suppose legally they can charge more than Apple charge. It is entirely up to any company to sell for what they want to. You cannot fix prices in the UK, quite rightly so. Um, so they can add a price to it, but I reckon she hadn't noticed it. You know, she she hadn't noticed it at all. And I suppose if you look at Apple Apple um, Pro Max prices, have a quick look online, and you accidentally look at the 256 one or the 512, you might actually think Vodafone's one is cheap, but it's only the 128, yeah. you know. You might think you're getting a deal, right? Yeah, it's only me that actually notices stuff like that, you know, you know us. Um, I just I just find it a little bit... Now, of course, the other thing that I, I, I told her to keep in mind, and I've sort of said to a few colleagues at work, is now, right now, it's definitely not the time to sign up for a contract that, A, goes up by 3.9% every year, but guess what? It goes up plus inflation as well. So yeah, I mean, EE have done that. I quite think a my few EE bill went up like 9% or something. That's quite really a, horrendous. Quite a few people next year are going to have 14 and 15% rises, aren't they? Seems quite likely, yeah. Yeah, unless the um, price comes down by the spring. Yeah, possibly... Um, well, if you look at the two choices for leader, um, if anything, inflation is going to get worse, not not better. So, um, yeah, without being too political, um, without being political at all, I don't, I don't think be neither of these, even amongst the other available candidates. I mean, yeah, it's a bit like, do you want me to kill you by slitting your throat or drowning you? Really, uh, is the way I see it. But um, or by freezing to death because you can't pay your heating bills. And yeah, things. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny, you know, we have... It's, it's going to hit 30 here in Ipswich this afternoon, by the way, again. Um, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, according to Dark Skies, anyway. Um, what does Nothing the, like that here. What does the BBC say? The BBC actually says 29, so, yeah, they're, they're agreeing. Um, yeah, much the same. How ridiculous is it in this country that we don't... We cannot do anything about storing all this, this energy now and saving it. I know we can. I know we can buy roof panels and we can have power walls and things like that but most people won't do that will they and you certainly can't do it if you rent a property winter is it you know i mean no that's what i mean that's what i mean but as a cunt is is there no way of storing what what the sun gives out i mean i I don't know maybe there isn't the capacity is probably so large it answer is probably no no Um, but maybe we should talk nicely to some of our neighbors dare i say who have large areas of land that doesn't have very much on and still get sunshine in the winter. Yeah. Uh, I know, um, I think it's Morocco, actually, has, has built, he's building a whole load of massive solar farms and plans to export electricity. Well, but the, 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 the problem with that is we've been... Uh, there's, there's, a, there's three solar farms planned for around here. Mm. And whilst I admit that they won't look fabulous... 
they're basically fields in the middle of other fields so the only people seeing them generally will be drone flyers or walkers might see them from the footpaths and there's about four separate let's ban these before they even get approval campaigns being run by snotty locals who don't want them in their backyard it's always odd, odd, odd to me. I mean, I don't know whether whether you do or don't like wind turbines, but love them. I, I think they say, look great. I absolutely, yeah, they look great, and and I think yeah, they, I always enjoy seeing a wind turbine. And when you get like a a field full of them or something, I think wow, that's that's really quite something. Um, but you get all sorts of opposition to them. If well, they yeah, make a lot of noise, sizes. if they whine, then I wouldn't want to live near one. To be fair. And I have heard some that do whine, but I'm assuming that, that the later ones don't make too much noise. And, and to be fair, I also wouldn't put them near bird sanctuaries and things because I think no. birds do have no. something of a problem with them. But, Absolutely. You know, it, it, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's to me odd that people don't like them. But I mean, if they don't, they don't. I mean, it's not some... Well, they don't, it's not, not that they don't I'll like be. them. They just they want them in someone else's garden, not theirs, I think. Probably the reality yeah. of it. Well, I think um, that does happen, doesn't it? It's... Um, yeah, but you know, I suppose if the if if these the, the sort of people sometimes that protest about this, a they're not panicking about the the price rises because for them it's a, you know, a small amount really, or they don't care. Um, mm. But then a lot of those same people, if they were offered say half a million to use their field, if they owned the field, to do it, they'd probably snap their arm off. So it's a load of old uh, nonsense anyway, really. Yeah, it can be like that, I suppose, can't it, really? It's, um, um, so, it's time to talk about the MacBook M2. Yeah, which I, I guess you've had a play with now. Yeah, I had a play with it. Uh, we got the blue one installed. Um, the first thing I would say, I posted a little picture on Twitter that it is an absolute nightmare for fingerprints. Um, mm. To me, a Mac only has one colour which is space grey but obviously people are going to disagree with that quite a few YouTubers um, creamed their pants about, um, can I say creamed their pants on this show, I don't know um, Well I mean if, if Kate can use the F word I'm sure you can Okay, yeah that's true um, Yeah they creamed their pants about the blue one and now they've got it they don't yeah. like it because it gets fingerprint, sen- uh, fingerprint sensors, no not sensors fingerprint marks all over it but my theory is well it doesn't really matter guys because you'll be sending it back to Apple in about two weeks anyway um, so it's an interesting machine um, there's two ways you can view it if you look on YouTube one is for quick cheap view, view, uh, for quick and cheap views that a lot of people are sort of slagging it off for various things mostly the speed of the SSD in the base model one which is quite interesting because none of the doesn't look like any of the YouTubers got sent a base model one um, yeah. And a couple of them had to go out and buy the base model one to do the testing on it. That's a bit, that's a bit silly, isn't it? Also a bit underhand, really. Oh, Apple always do that. I think Apple knew. Apple knew they were using. Um, I think it's something to do with using one chip versus more than one chip, um, and and using the one chip is much slower or something uh, than using two. Um, but much slower in this uh, in this context is, you know, it's kind of relative, really. Um, a couple of reviews have said that even with the slower um, uh, storage, it's still blisteringly fast at most things. Um, and a couple of photographers have come out and said, well, wait a minute, you know, The Verge or Engadget said it's no good for sustained 
um, video editing, but I've been doing this, you know, two streams of 8K and three tracks of audio, and, and it's been going quite happily for, for two hours, you know, and it's, it hasn't really throttled or slowed down at all yet. So there's, there's, there's lots of different opinions. My, my only thing is um, that you probably... If you're going to get an M2 Air, you should probably be getting the 512 version for this, you know, for this reason. For the reason is that the uh, that the storage is a bit slow on the 256, and it's not so much that it's not so much that it, you know, it's got slow storage compared to old hard drives. It's blisteringly fast, but. Of course, these have got 8 gig of RAM as well. So if you're going to get to the point where you've, even if you've got like 45 Chrome tabs open, you may well run out of uh, RAM. And then, of course, it might might become more serious that the SSD is a bit slow because um, it, uh, it then starts using that, obviously, as a swap file or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, and if you... and if on, have a little look in, in our little Telegram channel, but... Keep on talking. In the, um, if you look at the price of that, you're looking at, uh, yes, actually, I just read your thing and I just suddenly thought, I must put this down. Um, apologies, Ooh. apologies for the clicking, folks. I've got, um, I suppose you'd, you, I, I, I'm using it as a fidget spinner, I think, but it's a, yeah, uh, I gathered that. a pretty wonderful, um, I wanted to have a little device that I could just stick on a key ring or put around my neck with my Apple Champion badge um, so I can plug it into a Mac or I can plug it into uh, a TV or a Windows machine and do some demos. That's why I sent you that footage of the uh, waterfall or the dam earlier um, to show off things like HDR and the amazing screens on the MacBooks. So it's a little SanDisk thing that you can spin round and it's got a USB-C one end and a... Uh, a USB A the other end, so I apologise. Oh, I, like I will put that out of reach. That is now out of reach. Um, it's, it's noisy. It needs It is. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's a lovely little fidget spinner. So apologies well, for that. That's so much as thing, to be honest. I will see if I can edit them out so our poor listeners' ears aren't assaulted by such things. Um, sounded, to be honest, it sounded like a cigarette lighter, so I'm sure Ooh, it wasn't that. Oh, definitely not that. Definitely not that. Yeah. Your reputation will be uh, ruined if you carry on with that. Absolutely. Um, so basically, you've got to buy the, uh, or you should buy the 512 version. So that's going to set you back £1,549. Mm. Um, and frankly, if you're going to spend £1,549, why wouldn't you rustle up another couple of hundred quid and for 1735 buy the 14 inch? MacBook Pro. And this is the problem with this pricing. The, the, the pricing on the new MBA is, is just too high, I think. Well, or the well, I mean, the the one that's seventeen thirty five, of course, is um, retails at eighteen ninety nine. So if you're doing a direct mm. comparison, so the MacBook Pro fourteen inch is normally or should be, and if you went on Apple, would be eighteen ninety nine. Uh, yeah. We're selling it for seventeen thirty-five, which is probably because other people are selling it for seventeen thirty-five, um, and there's obviously no discounts yet on on the on the M two. Uh, we're also doing twelve months interest free, so it makes it a little bit more affordable. There's no interest free, I don't think, on the M two Air. Um, 
So I don't know. It seems to me uh, the the reason I've been doing this is because one of the girls I work with is is literally doing this exercise at the moment, uh, complicated by the fact that she can get ten percent discount on a student um, system, which we we do not get. We do not get discount on Apple hardware other than. Uh, speakers and home pods and uh, headphones and accessories like cases and leads and things so we don't get it on the on the main products in other words um, so she was going to get the m2 air from um, from there and um, obviously was aware of the one year versus two year but the 10% is a decent chunk so um, so she was literally going to buy she had already heard of the SSDs being a bit slower because she'd done a bit yeah. of research on YouTube that's you know? an odyssey isn't it as well it's, it's a lot it's becoming I think because of people like um, Marcus Brownlee he's got so many viewers and, he, and he's pretty much anyone under the age of uh, 30 kind of knows him whether they like him or not is entirely another matter i i, I do I, he's he's one of only two real tech youtubers i actually follow properly and watch watch 90 percent of their videos um mm. because i think he does a good job uh, without being too biased he's big enough to not have to be biased and be help beholden to anyone including apple he's not scared to criticize them but yeah she's going mm. through this at the moment and all along i've said go go for that and i've shown her that clip that i sent you so i sent you a clip of a dam yeah um, great great picture and um it, it basically what happens or what should happen and i don't think you've got the right copy there because i don't think it's i don't think telegram has transferred it properly um is what it should show is when you first fire it up it will be yeah, very nice, very pretty. But then, within about one second, it should brighten up about three times to the to th right. about three times brighter. But that will only happen on the MacBook Pro. If you do it on an Air, a new Air or an old Air, you won't see it because you've only got 500 nits um, to, to use anyway. Don't know if you saw me post that thing during the week on an app called Vivid. No, I missed that one. That was probably when I was more off colour than I am now. Yeah, probably, yeah. So there's an app out there called Vivid, uh, and I think it's a few dollars. It isn't much money at all. Uh, you can get a demo of it without paying anything for it. If you look on my Twitter, at Kev Wright, you'll see a picture showing the difference. And basically, it's an app. He's found a way of basically hacking the hardware somewhere along. In fact, I don't, he hasn't hacked it at all. I should be clear about this. He hasn't hacked it at all. He's using Apple's APIs all the way through. Um, and basically, you can now set manually set your... Uh, your screen to anything up to a thousand nits at all times um, now in actual fact I haven't bought this uh, app but if you play later if you play later with that high def footage and actually I don't know why it hasn't worked because James put some of that footage in the uh, by using file into telegram when he was at uh, Glastonbury and that works fine yeah. that does exactly the same uh, that is ultra bright um, if not, go on to YouTube and look for a guy called Eugene Belsky, B-E-L-S-K-Y, Eugene Belsky, and he's got some 8K true HDR footage, and it is absolutely stunning, um, absolutely incredible. And I, and I do use, I do show those off on, on the MacBooks already. I, I often show those off, but sometimes you can't, the, 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 uh, the Wi-Fi that we have on our Apple table isn't, 
isn't always strong enough to show mm. even 4K, let alone 8K. So that's why I wanted to put it on a stick, but I'm, I'm struggling a little bit to get... Um, I think I'm definitely going to have to use my own clips because I'm struggling to find a downloader that I can sort of cope with. Some of them, you have to do all sorts of stuff to get them working and stuff like that. So um, I don't really need any recommendations for any, by the way, because I think I'm just going to uh, use my own footage from the iPhone, which in a way is is a better story to tell people is, look, I took that on my iPhone. All I did was point it and press the button and, and it did it for me. Uh, it's a good selling point, obviously, for the iPhone as much as anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the iPhone has been the king of video for a long time, hasn't it? No. Yeah, that's only 1080p as well. That's not even 4K because I generally, when I'm on holiday, I don't record in 4K. Um, well, I don't even I don't even have super VGAI, so uh, you know he can be. I don't, yeah, works. I mean I, I I regularly switch between 4K and 8K and mess about on YouTube when I've got the bandwidth, and uh, you can't really tell that is, much. Is that difference. why you got the um, the the two five six gig thirteen Pro? I've only got the um, one two eight now. Have you? Yeah, oh, I've lost. I've lost track. Yeah, my original uh, one that I bought last year was two five six. But I got it. The reason I got the two five six in the first place was only because FOMO, really, fear of missing out. Because ultimately, mm. it was the only one that did ProRes video at four K. I remember uh, yeah. thirty frames a second. But once you do one one minute video and find it's a gigabyte, you don't bother. As a, as a non-professional, you don't bother taking any more of it because you're never going to deal with it. You're never going to use it. You're never going to get any benefit from it. So um, the 128 version does do ProRes video, but it's limited to 1080. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that still takes up a hell of a lot of space on the, on the device. If you were using it on a 128, you could fill it up in about, I think it's something like seven or eight minutes if you've got right. other stuff on there. So, you know probably not worth worrying about but uh, I mean I only use about 46 gigabytes on there and nearly everything's online so I don't really worry too much, much about it. Pretty much true for me as well I mean mine I was looking at the day it's actually filled up a little bit but it's still almost a year later only 90, 90 gigs out of 128 and yeah. no way a 256 would make sense. Absolutely absolutely also just going to mention um, I think I might have said last week don't buy TechNet um, GAN chargers. Um, yes, you did. You've you've got a GAN charger, haven't you? You've got the U Green one, which oh, is about the U Green one. It's about hundred quid, isn't it? No, no, it's not. No, seventy nine. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I think I got it when it was on offer at sixty five or seventy. Yeah, seventy nine, and I was thinking of a hundred watts, wasn't I? Uh, yeah, not a hundred pounds. Um, and um, do you find, and anyone else who's listening, let me let me know on Twitter or uh, or wherever on MeWe or whatever. Is, does anyone else does it? Because what what these technets do, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because I've got two of them now and they both do the same thing. For example, they've got two PD USB C slots and one USB A. Uh, if you, for example, last night I was charging the MacBook from from one of the USB Cs, and it seems to it, it when you first plug it in, it starts charging, it goes off, and then it comes back on again and stays on. Certainly on the second one. So I'm thinking it's just negotiating 
the the speed of charging that's, that's sort of like having a little having a little look and seeing what's going on but then i noticed that when i either plug or unplug one of the other sockets whether it be the other usb-c or the usb-a again it makes the macbook uh renegotiate so it um, stops charging for a brief second and then starts charging again. And I'm just wondering if you've ever seen that, ever seen that behaviour from a GAN charger or whether it's normal. I must look it up on that thing called Google and see if they... Uh, I, I haven't seen it, but then I probably haven't looked. I tend to plug things in and leave them alone. So This is the other thing I, that worries me a little bit about using an off-brand uh, one. I'd be happy with, you, with Anchor or Ugreen, by the way. Um, but a, a little bit, I've, I've now switched actually back to the Apple charger only for the MacBook. Um, because you know I said to you my, my battery health's down to 94% now it cannot be anything really to do with this because at the end of the day I've only just started I've only just had it in a, for a couple of three weeks so it can't be that um, no. you know so I'm not worried about that so much but I'm thinking do I want any other charger other than Apple's one to be um, doing that now it's still at 94% I don't know how long it's been at 94% but it, it it's too soon to judge, really, because it might stay at ninety-four percent for another year. Yeah, I mean, I use this Ugreen on 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 my 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 um, uh, MacBook. It's not, it's not been. It's not, you know, I'm not seeing any sign of any. Problem. No, it's not doing anything to yours, is what it? What does the What does the system report say? It says there's battery, isn't it? Um, battery health is under battery, but the system report is where you get your cycles. Yeah, uh, power. That's what we want. Isn't it? Mm, yeah, um, information. One five two. I'm up to in terms of power cycles. Yeah, well, this 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 MVP is only fifty seven, and it's still one hundred percent capacity. So, so how have you only got fifty seven power cycles, and I've got one hundred and fifty two? Because I usually use a desktop. Okay. So only, nor right. only normally gets used when I'm gotcha. uh, out visiting places. So. Gotcha. It doesn't. So it doesn't go flat with anything like the uh, regularity of yours. I would imagine because you're mine goes flat. Like yesterday, mine went. Well, it didn't go flat, but it got down to twenty percent three times, and I boosted it up. So yeah, I use it. I mean, I literally use it all day for everything. It, it is it is everything it is literally everything and i'll you know if you watch like a two or three hour tv show you know it's gonna drop and i got it at basically full brightness it's gonna drop quite quickly isn't it i'm not i'm not yeah. fussed now i'm not i'm not i'm not stressing like i used to about battery health at the end of the day if it goes down below 80 percent within the two years then i fully expect to get it replaced free um, if I have to pay 199 quid for Apple to put a new battery in it, then that's what I'll do. It's a, it's a, in my head, it's a two grand machine, you know. Yeah, no, it's going to last me for another eight years or so, you know. So. No, and it will. I don't see any doubt about that. I mean, great piece of kit, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Bear with me just one second, if you would. Mhm. Mm oh, what's happening? There we go. Sorry, folks, I thought I had someone at the door, but that was not the case. So apologies for that. Um, yeah, it's just hit 27 degrees out here. Um, really? In actual fact, if, 23 here. if any of you guys... I will check exactly what it is, because I've, um, I've found the blink cameras to be pretty accurate, actually. So my back garden, it is 26 degrees, and that's obviously right up against the house. Um, and my front, actually, that was that front or was that back? I can't. The blink cameras tell you what the temperature is. Yeah, they've got a temperature gauge in them. Mm. 
Not quite sure why they've got a temperature gauge in them, but they have. Oh, wow, that's interesting. The front, which is currently getting the sun, is 31 degrees. Mm. I'm not swearing that they're the most accurate temperature gauges in the world. Um, hmm. Actually, I wanted to ask you a question about, about temperature gauges. You were saying something I didn't properly understand about the temperature gauges on a car. Oh, sure, yeah. Why are they aren't as accurate as a, a proper thermometer? Oh, so basically, the on on a, on a car, they're not so that you can sort of post on social media how hot it is outside. Um, as Steve said, actually, they're, they're usually within one or two one or two degrees, yeah. but only they're only they're only between one and two degrees when you're travelling through the air with the car. Yeah, because be it's, it's essen special. essentially what they're designed for to do is one thing and one thing only, uh, and that is basically to um, tell you when it hits four degrees in the air, because if it's four degrees in the air, it could very well be freezing at ground level. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's where you get your could be ice on the road warning in the car. That's pretty much what they what they're for. Um, some are more accurate than others. Some are terrible. But when if whenever you go to your car after it's been standing for three or four hours or even twenty minutes in this sort of heat, it will not be correct. Um, when you've been driving for ten minutes, it will be much closer to being correct. Um, yeah, which is fair enough, I think, with with that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think so. So we've and been going for as well. When it we, has been stood there stationary, the steering wheel can be bloody hot, and it might well be a lot hotter until you get going. Yeah, well, of course. the The other thing is they they don't use a thermometer; they use a thermistor, which is slightly different. It's a it's a very a cheap, very very cheap device. Um, but those are also relatively low down in the front grill of the car, um, and mm. so basically. Everybody probably knows that black tarmac in particular will be hotter to, you know, if you measure the, the heat at a piece of black tarmac, it'll be hotter than a piece of white concrete road, for example. So if you're parked on black tarmac, it, you, that sensor, while you're just parked there, is getting the, the heat literally reflected from, from that as well. So it, everything adds up to make it... Um, uh, to make it quite warm and of course it's it, most of the time it's just in front of the radiator as well which might be warm uh when you're driving so they're, they're just not that accurate really but they're not they're never that far out really realistically uh, i'll have to find out how accurate these ones in the blink cameras are actually i'll go and go and pop a thermometer outside and see what it see what it says um but the other thing i was just going to touch on we've, we're well over an hour already was just to have a chat about um iOS 16, which is one of the reasons I, I, I rushed out a couple of three weekends ago to uh, buy another, just sort of impulse buy really another Pro because I was missing it, is I wanted to get iOS 16 back. I missed it. I mean, the only thing that physically looks different um, is the lock screen, but it makes so much difference. My, my mm. lock screen is normally just a blank, a black square, uh, or black square, black uh, rectangle um, with the time on it, you know, and the time has been in the same font for about 400 years on the iPhone at this point. And now whenever I pick it up or touch it or I get a notification, currently I've got a lovely um, 
uh, a lovely picture of trees which I took with the time laid over. If I do it again in about an hour, that will have changed to another picture that I took when I was on holiday. So just like really nice. Um, some of the things a bit, a bit like the wallpaper carousel on the on the Poco until you disable it because it annoys the hell out of you with the adverts. Um, yeah. You know, a bit like that really. And um, yeah, it just I just love it really. I mean the the. The features as such of, of iOS 16, I haven't really scratched the surface with those. I've done the bit where you hold hold a subject in any photo, and you can and you can take you know you can just quickly take that out. I've used the phone several times already to um, to zoom in with the macro. The macro camera on the Pro is just so good. Um, oh yes, you know, and I just uh, it's it's so odd actually that I that I that I didn't enjoy the iPhone as much when it was the Apple one, the Apple 13 Pro. I'm not even convinced it would have been vastly different if they'd have given me a 13 Pro to use, if, if I'm brutally honest. It, it, whatever you say, it wasn't your device. You couldn't do anything you wanted to it. You couldn't put iOS 16 on it, for example. Uh, it wasn't your device. There's something tangible about that. It's, it's not real, but it's something something weird about using a lone device i don't know if you've ever i mean i i once borrowed a fold from our good friend mark and i was absolutely terrified to use it properly um and never ever took it out of the house you know just used it at night in the house for a few days before sending it back and and breathing a sigh of relief because it wasn't mine um don't know. Yeah, I think hard to awesome. hard to put your finger on it really, but um, it's just something nice about having your own phone. And as I as I already know that I'm not gonna. I mean, I will be a bit gutted. Our good friend John, um, uh, John the sausage, as I call him, um, he yeah. he said. Yeah, he'll listen to this in about three months' time, won't he? Yeah, probably about, not that quick, probably, but yeah. Um, he thinks that the notch isn't going to end up looking ridiculous, like like I think it is currently in the in the leaks. He thinks that's an engineering sample sent to case manufacturers so they don't block the camera. Um, I don't know why they would block the front camera, even if they didn't have that sample, because cases never go anywhere near that part of the screen, do they, on the front? Well, it certainly is going to screw up the people who are... Um... Um, are making uh, screen protectors, isn't it? If it if it doesn't yeah. in fact have the, uh, yeah. the exclamation mark. But I don't think. Um, I mean, do I care if he's wrong or not? I don't know really. I mean, I, I might be upset, mightn't I, when the fourteen Pro comes out? If it comes out and it doesn't have, but you said it. You said it best, really. You said, well, even if it's just the double pill instead of the notch, then um, I would hate it anyway, probably. And I think I probably would. I think I'd probably... Because I've got used to the notch, and then the notch is going to be... Uh, let's say it's just a, just a double, double slot thing without the hole alongside it. I would be looking at that and thinking, that's annoying, it's different to my MacBook now. Well, yeah, that's actually a very good <laughs> reason why uh, John the Sausage might be right. Yeah, and I mean, bottom line is though, what's the, what's the uh, come on, tell me now, what's the fourteen Pro going to have that the thirteen Pro hasn't got? Do you think? Only thing I can think of uh, at the moment that I would probably be very keen on is, um, if if not periscope zoom, something like a periscope zoom. Yeah. And and to be honest, I mean, this is the thing you don't know, do you? 
No. No. I, I don't know. If, if, yeah, what are they going? Are they going to bring out a periscope zoom this year? I think not. USB-C socket. That's another thing I'd be quite pleased to see, but I'm not convinced that'll happen. I certainly wouldn't cry if it had a USB-C socket on it, but that's that's definitely not this year. I think we can be. No, I think not. Pretty sure of that one, um, but I, I wouldn't care either way, really. I really, I really don't necessarily see it as a huge, uh, a huge deal that some people no, would do. No, I, I don't, but I just think it would be a little bit more convenient. That's all. Yeah, absolutely, and that's probably why it will come in uh, with iPhone 15, I guess. Um, and I, I know quite a few people that have got iPhone 11s now and 11 Pros especially who, uh, in fact, Chris Kelly was saying the same thing that he's probably not going to upgrade this year because uh, the things he wants um, probably aren't coming until 2015. So, uh, 2015. Uh, 2015? <laughs> iPhone. Your time machine. <laughs> iPhone 15. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing really because I pointed out that Steve got the date wrong in his show. So, there you go, Steve. I got it wrong as well. We'll be getting back to the, the, the Galaxy S3 at the rate you're going. Well, actually saw a Galaxy S3 or S4 this week. Uh, customer switched to a new iPhone SE um, mm. and, um, yeah, helped him out and, and just helped him set up the new iPhone and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he was still quite happily using this and... Uh, I, I, I had fun peeling the back cover off, quite satisfying actually, getting the battery out, um, checking the SIM card for him, which was the wrong size. It was a micro, um, yeah. micro, uh, micro SIM card um, and didn't have the punch out un, un, unusually. So I think he'd had it since, since the phone was new probably. So that was a BT, a BT SIM. So I basically ordered him a new BT SIM, um, uh, so that he got that, and he could come back. He came back a couple of days later for me to fit the SIM for him, you know. Um, but I love doing that sort of thing. It's really good. We just we've just set up a new. Uh, it's really nice now at work because we just we we used to have like a bank of televisions. Um, and they were in the middle of the of the floor, as well as the huge television section. These this was a separate bank of about eight, and they were all the biggest ones, like the seventy five inches and the sixty fives, and all the and some more fifty fives. And in some cases, they were almost duplicates of ones we already had on display in different sizes, which I always thought was a bit daft. And our manager decided brilliantly about uh, two months ago to just completely revamp it. And in, instead of that now, we've got a much more airy, nice department. I'll have to see if I can find a before and after shot. Um, and um, not only can you now see customers much more easily, we've now got a fabulous tech desk that we can go and sit with people on and talk them through problems away from the hubbub of the tills and things, you know. Uh, and, and help them out with their problems that they got, sort of thing. It's a nice idea. I mean, which is know, great. It, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. That's the reason people come to uh, jail, isn't it? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You've got the quality of staff giving you some proper advice. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, everyone in our department um, is good. Is is really good at tech. So you know, I don't have to worry about any of that really. Um, any any customer can come in on any day, and whoever they see, they're going to get a good level of service. Obviously, not as good as me uh, in most cases, but um, no. But you know, 
they, they, they'll catch up with you eventually. I was, I was, ju- I was. I'm, I'm being facetious, by the way. I'm, I'm not <laughs> serious <laughs> so about <was> it. I. <laughs> uh, only because some of them may listen to this and it might give them a little smile. Um, sorry, I just got, I just got um, distracted by a picture of the queue on the road to Dover. Good lord, good lord. Okay, no politics on TT UK, sir. Uh, did I say a word? Definitely not. Definitely not. I think it's becoming apparent that we're running out of things to say. Probably, yeah. You know, I mean, I think I think I've, I've actually managed not to choke too much during the last You've hour. You've done very well, is... actually. Yeah, I haven't. I've uh, got, the, the got no editing to do. A fair few times. <laughs> the mute button hopefully has worked. Otherwise, people are going to get yeah. to hear a bit more than they bargained on. Um, yeah. So hopefully that worked. Um, now we definitely one hundred percent will not be back next week, despite saying that for the last two weeks uh, because I'm working. Um, it is only my second weekend in July that I've worked, so I've done rather well in July. Um, yes, that's, that is quite quite something, isn't it? Your, your rotor seems to work really well. I'm very lucky with my rotor. I won't be um, I won't be um, commenting too much on my rotor, but it if is. If your colleagues uh, are listening, they might. Be better, <laughs> yeah, now they all know. They all know I'm very lucky. Um, and uh, yeah, this week I think I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Then I'm in Tuesday, Wednesday, and off Thursday, Friday. Um, and then I've got the ignominy of doing four days in a row. It's absolutely outrageous. Four days it in a row. It isn't surprising you like this job. I mean, you, you've said before, you know, it, it, it was a, a bit of a step down money-wise, but it does sound a really enjoyable job, actually. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. Um, it, it's. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just about the perfect job for me, isn't it? I I still get every every day, literally every day, I get jobs coming through from the motor trade because I'm still on. Despite asking them over and over again to please take me off, they 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 just ignore you. Um, I might have to do a couple of GDPR things soon, actually, because they're not they're not listening. Um, they just keep sending these things out, you know. And um, it sounds like the motor trade is struggling to get people. Um, along, along, along with a lot of industries, I think probably to be fair. But um, I'm not surprised the motor trade is because I read they sent one through the other day, and um, it was something like uh, I added the hours up, and it was something like a normal week was about 49 hours. Um, is, you've got to be a bit sorry for anybody trying to sell cars because basically they haven't got any. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm still waiting for a build date on the VW I ordered last September. Yeah, I was chatting to my friend who's still the sales manager at Hyundai and Ipswich, and uh, he was basically saying that if they, if you were to take on a new salesman now, you'd have to have some sort of chat with them about a package for the first sort of eight months, really, because there is no you would you would be making no commission for the first six well, to my, eight months. My guess is it would be longer than that for the simple reason that there's a huge backlog of orders, so there still isn't going to be any available stock for quite a while. Plus, yeah, I think you're looking at VW Group in particular. Apparently, a lot of their parts were made in Ukraine, so you've, yeah, that's causing problems. You've all you've always got sort of forty used cars to sell, so it's that's never a problem. To be fair, um, that, that that you have to pay more for them now. You can you can pay as much for a one year old car now as you would for a brand new one. So um, there well, is actually, that. You can you can pay you can pay more. I you mean, could yeah, um, that, yeah, that you car could. I've ordered. 
um, is currently selling on the second-hand market for about six grand more than new. Yeah, yeah. tells you what's going to happen, that the prices is going to, uh, are going to go up and they've actually got any stock because they can go well. You know? Absolutely. Still, well, this, still, uh, new. this motorbike scooter thing that I just bought... Um, it's a one two five, and they're really in demand at the moment. I didn't realise because I uh, I bought a Lexmoto, which is a, a very cheap Chinese brand, cheap as in two and a half grand for a one two five, top speed of about sixty, but realistically, uh, realistically fifty five, something like that. Great fun on back roads and stuff, but not mm-hmm. not too much fun on the A fourteen, if I'm honest. Um, but I don't need to go on the A14. I can go many, many, many different ways. And I, my initial thought was I bought the wrong one. I should have got the Yamaha version. Um, and I sent in about three or four re- requests to Yamaha about their model, which had a top speed of 70 and a much more comfortable cruise of 65 uh, with, a, with a bit of a better engine and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't get any response. And I thought, this is a bit strange. And then I tried another four Yamaha dealers, gradually getting further and further away. And I finally heard back from one. She was a lovely lady and um, just basically apologised that she couldn't really help at the moment because Yamaha, uh, basically every single factory got shut down bar one. And their production is 90-odd percent down on a normal year. So um, even then, I I did finally the other day just get an offer of that model of bike. Um, But when I inquired about trading my one in, they weren't remotely interested. And I would probably lose half the price of the bike. So I'm not doing it, obviously. I'm just going to stick with the one that I've got. And... uh, that's crazy, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I probably think I could sell my one because the one I bought now is is increasingly getting harder and harder to harder and harder to find. Um, so yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I I I just keep it now. Just keep it. Two and a half well, grand. Two and a half grand yeah. is so little money when you think about it. You've you know, uh, a few of us in our group have got more than that tied up in a couple of three phones. Um, that that actually sit in a drawer a lot of the time or don't get used much a lot of the time. So it's not a lot of money for a for a decent scooter, and it does it's good fun. Yeah, and that's the, that's the whole point about it, isn't it? If it's if it's if it's giving you pleasure and giving you fun, then why not? Yeah, I mean, a couple of times I've I've gone to work um, just like with this big grin on my face because it's just enjoyable to to use, you know. Um, and th- th- then I've gone in the car because I need to do some shopping or, you know, get a load of get a load of heavy stuff. Um, and I've thought, God, this is boring, you know. And, and if there's a crash on the bridge when you leave off, um, that's Ipswich completely mullered for two hours, three hours. Um, but that is no problem whatsoever if you have one of these little things. It's it only weighs about 130 kilos. It's it's not that heavy at all, to be honest. Um that's not that heavy, really. I think our mate Mark in the forum could actually lift that above his head, really, quite easily. Yeah, very, very probably. Yeah, yeah I think he could. Um, so on a good day. On a good day, or even on a bad day, probably. But um, no, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, not a lot of tech on it, really. Um, the speedo works now. You'd be pleased to hear that got fixed. Oh, yeah, um, and the company uh, were good enough not to charge me the sixty-five quid for the first service. Uh, as a as a thank you or a sorry for that, so that was that was quite good. 
Um, and it is nice to have a speedo, but although the speedo is pretty inaccurate, to be honest, reads about five miles an hour quicker than you're going. Um, but that's fairly common for speedos anyway, I think, to be honest. Yeah, These days. Very accurate, are they? If ever you, ch if ever you check your speedo against um, a, a sat-nav. Most yeah. cars now are getting to within about two miles an hour, but uh, these yeah, little, little, a little chi cheap Chinese bike is is still like four or four or five mph. I've measured it against yeah. a GPS, but um, my, yeah, my, my Kia's probably two or three out. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good thing, really. Um, yeah. To be fair, but um, just yeah. means I go on what weights as the speed is rather than anything else. What is quite nice, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, is keyless um, start. So you have you have a fob, just like you do with most cars now. Um, but even with my... I mean, obviously, you have a fob on mine, although, in fairness, you still have to blip it to open the doors. Then you have to put the key in and turn it. Um, mm. But with the bike, you, as long as, the, long as it is within one and a half metres of the bike, it will start, um, you know, and do everything. Um, unlock the lock, it'll, it'll do everything, just, just literally wirelessly. Um, to the extent, actually, that I came out of work uh, about a week or so back, and it had it has just started raining um, on one of the not the very hot days, but one of the days leading up to that, and it had just started raining at eight o'clock, um, and I was a little bit nervous because I hadn't ridden it in the wet, and um, um, I came out to it, and halfway home. I couldn't feel the keys in my pocket at all. Um, and apologies if I mentioned this on the last show, I can't remember. But I couldn't feel the keys at all. And all the way home, I'm thinking, do not turn this engine off, for God's sake, do not turn this engine off. Because I suddenly thought, I unlocked the lock from the front wheel, and I was in a hurry because it had just started raining. And I thought, I might have left the key on the floor in the lock um, in my haste to get going. And if I turn this bike off now, it will not start again because the key could be three miles away. Um, so, of course, I, I got all the way home thinking, like, if, it, if I have done that, as long as I get home, it's fine. I can jump in the car and, um, and go back and get it sort of thing. Or, or, you know, someone else might have found it by then. But um, as luck would have it, what I'd actually done was unlock the lock and stuff the lock and the keys under the seat and lock them under the seat. Um, no, so it could have, could have been a lot worse then. So yeah, so the bike was quite happy, and actually you can you can do that because the seat you wouldn't want to leave them under the seat when you went off somewhere. By the way, because then anyone could come along, press a button, and the seat would pop up, because all the seat release, the fuel release, and everything is controlled by this key keypad, mm. or this the, the key ring thing, uh, blipper thing, you know. So um, it's funny because they've nearly all got that now and they never had when I had me 300 last time. So it's moved on to the extent where they've, like to me, in a two and a half grand thing, it's, it's both impressive and quite worrying in case it goes wrong. Um, because if they fail to work, for, you know, you literally won't be able to start the, start the machine. In fact, yeah. if your battery goes flat, you can't even get the seat up. Yeah, that, that isn't quite so helpful. No, that is not brilliant at all. There's a little panel that you can remove and you have to somehow get a 12-volt power attached to that. It can be a jump lead off a car sort of thing. Um, but then you must only open the seat, take the battery out, charge the battery to start the bike. If you try and start the bike from that little jump lead thing, it will fry everything. 
So, um, yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one. Although Sounds generally, like you need to know what you're doing. Eh? Yeah, well, the gen- generally you wouldn't, you wouldn't, the, what you would do in the winter, like by the, I, I, I guess I'll still be riding that on some days, potentially, in the, even in November, potentially, certainly in October. But once, once it, you know, once it drops below freezing regularly, then I won't use it. So I will, I will unplug the um, battery and keep the battery indoors over winter. And put it back on the bike in sort of March time, basically. Enjoy yourself again then. Oh. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. Let's go. This is like a longer show than nice ever. This will be uh, competing with Ted and uh, Gareth at this rate. No, no. We've we've wiped the floor with Ted and Gareth. Have we? We've completely wiped the floor with Ted and oh, Gareth. Okay. They're on, they're on a holiday. Oh, not, are they? Oh, right. Well, we're we're we yeah. We couldn't lose then. No. All right, exactly. mate. Nice one. All right. Catch you in two weeks. Yep, see you in a bit. Cheers. Bye, everyone.